1: Hello and welcome, and thank you for joining us. Got a lot of great stories, a lot of interesting things going on in the news this week—tech news and otherwise, uh, all kinds of fun. Thank you for finding us, however you did that, and you can find us on all of the streaming services, iTunes and iHeart, and all the other good stuff. Uh, you can also find us at the website WS Radio or I'm sorry, computerandtechnologyradio.com. That was our old one, Marcia. Uh, yes. <laughs> and and how are you?
0: Oh, okay. You said fun things. I, you know, I saw a lot of tech in our, our stories for today, but I only found one really fun thing. But, um, you know, it's been a busy week of tech. I've been working on my book, just about done. Interesting that my new book coming out, Android Smartphones for Seniors, for dummies. Uh, people are buying it, believe it or not, even though it doesn't come out till the day before Thanksgiving, and I appreciate that. And it's a good book. It's an interesting book with a lot of tech things. People have been messaging me on Twitter and stuff about it. So, yeah, it's kind of exciting. It's going to be a a good book for people other than seniors as well, because it's got, nobody knows how to use their phone. I have figured this (laughs) out. Whether it's an iPhone or an Android, nobody knows how to do all the stuff. (laughs) Nobody.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on a phone.
0: This book doesn't give you all the stuff. But it's stuff you should know that people don't know. so.
1: Okay. Well, there you go. Um, All right. So uh, COVID again, back in the news again with all the outbreaks, with all the new cases, with all I've got friends and people that work in hospitals and such that are saying, you know what? we're flooded again with cases hospital rooms are full they're only taking uh, emergency cases and not uh, elective surgery and such so we're still trying to get through this stuff but pfizer has come out with a story that is kind of interesting what did you find about a um,
0: well you know i came across this and i think this is life changing this could this could stop the whole thing this could put an end to all the nonsense um in my past decade of business and work, I traveled a lot. And whenever I got the feeling I was getting the flu, I would call my doctor and he'd prescribe Tamiflu. And it was just a short course, like three to five days of a pill. Mm-hmm. And yes, I'd get the flu, but it would be nothing. Uh, it was just nothing at all. And right. now I'm reading, and this is really interesting. I've reached out to a friend of mine at Pfizer, so we may have some deeper insights next week, but it seems that this pill works just like Tamiflu. So basically, when you start getting symptoms, trouble breathing, coughing, wheezing, I'm sure once the pill comes out, there'll be commercials on TV telling you everything you have to do. But these kind of drugs have been around for a long while, antivirals. And in the beginning of the COVID crisis, I thought to myself, well, why don't I use a Tamiflu? Why don't I try that? Or the, there's one that treats HIV, hepatitis C. Cause remember I said early on, this is a virus. It's not a bacteria, right. which is a whole different, different problem. I mean, herpes, there's a pill for herpes and that is also a virus. So this pill supposedly taken within 48 hours. Of the onset of sy- onset of symptoms will make a big difference, and yeah, we'll see what happens because the Pfizer vaccine has been approved, right? And it'll be interesting to see because you can't keep vaccinating people forever. Of course, they do uh, on a couple of viral things where they give to young people, but. Mm if there's a pill it's so much better than having all kinds of stuff running through your your body and your blood veins and the whole thing because antivirals are a whole different kind of thing what this uh you know what these pills do um they work with your body to fight it they it, it's okay simple it's a pill and if it works that could be the most fantastic thing so there are a lot of FDA-sanctioned treatments, so which, interestingly, remdesivir, which everybody was, you know, their heads were on fire about during Trump, but that's been approved by the FDA. Regeneron, monoclonal antibody cocktail. I know somebody who was just in the hospital. They put him in a medically-induced coma so that he could heal that was scary so i'm checking his facebook page every <laughs> every day see are you alive are you alive cuz his last uh, post was um see you on the other side they're putting me into a medically induced coma to heal which is a yeah, scary that's... scary thing yeah
1: yeah you would think wouldn't you and luckily
0: yeah. his sister was posting so we all got to know what was going on so fingers crossed on this 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 could be this could be groundbreaking
1: yeah that would be great uh, so last week we had talked about um, Edward Snowden and the decision, Apple made a decision to, a uh, s- controversial decision about photo scanning things, which they said was going to be for the use of the child sexual abuse material that they were trying to limit the spread of that. Um, and uh, there's a lot of controversy about it. What about this a was bunch of mal-
0: malarkey. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know you were all for it. And I just said. No, I
1: i didn't say anything about being oh
0: i thought you did when we were talking about it but bottom line you know yes it's important to protect children from predators absolutely and the people who use communication tools to recruit and exploit them but that still doesn't excuse apple going into the devices of innocent people
1: yeah it's very interesting and apparently they're not going to do that they're backing down as they say at least for now in going forward with their plans Uh, apparently these CSAM scanners work by generating cryptographic hashes Mm -hmm. of known abusive images sort of a uh, digital signature and uh, some companies already do this so uh, whatever Apple was going to do for now, they have decided not to do that, which is really well. A I good find idea. it very
0: interesting because they had a very tough stand. How they were helping the world and the whole thing.
1: Oh yeah, but an, yeah.
0: but an article came out by Snowden, right? And I think I think anybody who's really interested in this uh, should look up the article at, or the information by S- Snowden about photo scanning, because he outlined. All the things it can lead to and all the things it can legally open up to and it was just horrifying and you know in the beginning we used to oh no Snowden oh no he's him he's this he's that but bottom line he opened up a whole whole ba- bag of worms <laughs> what kind of thing of worms and uh, made us all aware of what was going on yeah, so, it's very
1: interesting, you know, and it's funny because Apple has uh, not allowed the governments who has made requests to uh, build a tool into the system that would allow them to unlock and decrypt iOS devices. Although the company has actually done that in China because the data is already on, on state owned mm-hmm. servers at the mm-hmm. time. So uh, Apple has resisted that and I guess Yeah, because
0: really safe. it wasn't to their benefit because they already had the data.
1: But right, having correct.
0: government blessings to scan through everybody's pictures for something they didn't yeah. have permission to do, right? So just you know, these tech companies are not our BFFs. They really yeah. aren't. <laughs>
1: yeah, very interesting. So uh, we'll see a lot of interesting things coming up. Uh, this next story, I assume, is the one that you found in the fun category because I certainly did.
0: Yeah, this was the fun category.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is you know I have to say i you know I re- I don't think I really knew Abba very well until mama mia the play came out and was just got to be 20 years ago i guess now and i
0: fell You're in not love old enough music. is that it
1: Pff, yeah i was like you know my <laughs> grandparents used to tell me about abba uh-huh. and uh, and they're all like 112 now so uh they are doing a virtual version um uh, starring the 1970s swedish mu- musicians they'll star in a london concert experience and they're doing it with motion capture, capture suits. So you imagine Dancing Queen, which is a hugely popular song, especially after uh, Mamma Mia came out. They've reunited, reunited after 40 years with their new album called Voyage, and they're planning a concert experience, which features virtual versions of the four musicians. They have two new songs which I think you can find on the internet right now uh, yes. and um, I still have faith in you and don't shut me down available on multiple music sites and you're gonna see virtual image of them on the stage show and well, you, I think it, it's considering
0: they're 71 through 76 years old
1: right exactly uh,
0: and another one is 74 I, I'm just thinking maybe they won't be the ones hopping around although if you ever saw the Rolling Stones in concert um yeah at his age he was doing well but these people are in their 70s eh, yeah he, i don't i don't know that they're gonna be bopping around as much
1: <laughs> yeah and uh, mick jagger must be 120 by now at least he looks 120
0: but, uh, the but voices, then he always looked that way oh yeah i have yeah. listened to the songs and their voices are just as great as ever and it's, the full yeah. voyage album is coming on november 5th from Capitol records yeah, so you can fun. pre-order it now on vinyl, CD, or cassette. Yeah, cassette. I think that's a great Christmas That's
1: puzzle. funny. I'm trying you to know, think if give I even have a cassette, cassette player. And
0: well, no, what a great gift. I am sure that cassette players are cheap.
1: Oh, I'm sure you can buy one for 20 30 bucks now. Right, somewhere. so what
0: a great gift is to give them the cassette and the cassette player. What a beautiful Christmas gift. And there you go. Give a little ABBA for Christmas.
1: Kind of funny, says somebody tweeted. ABBA broke up a year before the internet was invented, and now they're yep. crashing it. So yep. uh, that, that's pretty cool. But they're, they're a fun group, and the you know, like I say, they they were always popular. But when Mamma Mia came out, their music went just crazy. Uh, so it'll be fun to watch that. And uh, they, you know, and actually, there's some pictures of them if you want to Google the internet. And they actually all look pretty good, I have to say. You yeah, know, it's taken so, from
0: far, far away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, it's a little bit. I, maybe you have to kind of increase the size, but they do look pretty good, and uh, and I think that's pretty cool that they're going to be doing that. So uh, good to Abba, and I uh, and I got to play the music and and find out uh, what the story is. Uh, okay, so cloth masks. What's the deal? Being banned, banned. on airlines? What
0: would that? Wow. It's like remember everybody get your masks, and you you can make your own cloth masks, and and the CDC was giving out. Uh, Instruct you know patterns and instructions how to make your own cloth masks
1: right right
0: but now now They're banned on airlines in public spaces in Germany and Austria uh, Mainly because there's no real standards Even though they used to give you a pattern right. There's no standard on how to make it, you know Maybe it should be a piece of cloth and another material sewn together Right. But bottom line, Finnair, Air France, Lufthansa, Swissair, Croatia Airlines, and Latam said they won't be allowed to wear cloth masks on flights. Yeah, they're only going to use... Yeah, you you can use disposable surgical masks or N95 masks.
1: Yeah, and the N95s, I will tell you, are, because I've tried them. They are very uh, difficult to wear. Oh, really? Well, they, they I've never, I've
0: never tried one on. So
1: yeah, they're a little bit more difficult to wear than the mask, than the, uh, fabric mask, but they are say, you know, the gold standard they say is n 95. Now it's funny because I was talking to a doctor and the doctor recommended wearing two, not cloth, but you know, surgical type mask instead of wearing one, wearing two. To be protected, so you know there's so the problem is there's just so much information out there of one person contradicting the other, and you yeah, just can't get uh, well a good. Well, that's what,
0: that's what you have to stress is that the information is contradictory. Yeah, because uh, in this same article it says fabric masks are slightly less effective. Yeah, it doesn't pro- say they're not effective, people. right? Doesn't exactly. say not effective, so I and the cdc and we have this woman in los angeles who's the head of something she comes on tv giving yeah, us uh, COVID something. advice and right. and she's like like lighting her hair on fire at every moment so again i just what i keep watching is i worry about the deaths not the amount of people that are admitted to a hospital
1: right. because
0: being admitted to the hospital oh, okay but if you die, that's another thing. And the death numbers are way down. We've learned how yeah, to treat this. We've learned yeah, how to treat down. this, and hopefully that Pfizer pill, awesome. That would make yeah, a world be, of difference. That
1: would be great. So uh, we'll see. And just be safe, everybody. You know, if you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. But you should. In my own opinion, you should. And uh, let's all be safe, as we say. Let's be careful out there. So let's do that um telegram which when about 3 or 4 months ago whatsapp started a very controversial policy of sharing their data with facebook who owns whatsapp well, and people if, if went, you didn't
0: fi- if you didn't figure out that it was being shared
1: <laughs> yeah so exactly
0: i mean if it's well, owned by facebook it belongs to facebook
1: Well, you know, they had this whole big thing, and they refused to let you use the service if you didn't agree to their terms. And they got kind of nasty about it said, no, you know, we're going to shut you down. And then they backed off for a couple of months. But ultimately, they went through with it. And if you didn't agree to their terms, then you weren't using WhatsApp anymore. So a lot of companies are you know, there were a lot of, uh, of app companies that were trying to replace WhatsApp, and Telegram was one of them. Well, Telegram's
0: been around a whole lot longer than WhatsApp. Right. Telegram was the original app where whistleblowers and people like that used to send their information to people. Mm -hmm. Because the rumor was that nobody can touch your data. Right. But by the way, I uninstalled WhatsApp during that time from any device Mm -hmm. I had. Really, folks, if, if you want to reach me, find me on Twitter. Or if you know my phone number, text me because I don't like using apps owned by Facebook, of which yeah, Messenger I is, I mean, now they want you to make phone calls on Messenger. Really?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's kind of interesting. And, you know, the one thing that you want to have on your app, your message app, which is I've phone messages and also WhatsApp, they're what's known as end-to-end encryption. So that basically means that the messages that they travel between your device and the servers are not viewed by the server. So yeah, but well, you've missed people the view... basic
0: you've missed the basic flaw in that. End to end encryption is only good while it's traveling. The minute right. it lands on the server, then the information is open to whoever owns the server whether it be telegram or whatsapp or messenger the only the safest thing is rcs messaging which is the basic text text messaging you see on an iphone Mm -hmm. you know the one where you can see when someone's typing ahead of time and all that but still once the data gets on the servers it's free reign i mean they've got it unless you always delete everything the second right. after you've sent it and the sure. other person deletes it yeah but no there's no security in end-to-end encryption except the guy sitting next to you in starbucks can't get it
1: yeah well and that's what i do i all, almost always delete as soon as i've sent a text of any kind and hopefully the person on the other end does the same thing uh and that you know No, that, actually that's i no sent all of around.
0: yours to the nsa
1: Oh, perfect! Oh, yeah, we're yep. buddies. I yeah. zipped we them have, up. We have and lunch. Just
0: shipped them off. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, that yeah. <laughs> we have uh, we have lunch once a week at the NSA. So, uh, yeah. So you know. But the interesting are...
0: thing is Telegram also collects your contact data, and this is the company does this to notify you when someone you know signs up for Telegram. Right. In most apps, you're asked permission, but No, not in this case and this used to be the real safe chat that Everybody used to use and yes, it is safe But folks don't get fooled by this end to to end-to-end encryption stuff It's just and by the way telegram doesn't even have a tech support customer service team, right? Uh, It's staffed by volunteers,
1: right? Um, I mean, you know, I think the best rule of thumb in in probably anything in life is never put anything out that you wouldn't want the FBI to read that, you know, don't, don't put private information. Don't put certain things out that, you know, ultimately will, I mean, how many times have we seen politicians even before the internet, that stuff comes out that they said 20 years before you know, just, just, hey, how you doing? How you feeling? Don't put personal data in any of these devices. And, you know, uh, don't do it on email. You know. Well, it's interesting
0: d- because I've been testing certain things as far as data privacy for my book because it's, it's crazy. And I've let out, like, something in texts, and I text it to a couple of people, and I see because I'm using RCS chat with Google that hasn't affected anything then I tried tweeting a piece of data and I can confess I'm an introvert so I was sharing articles about introversion and INTJs which are interesting and it seems there's a whole ton of people out there who are also and all of a sudden I start after Twitter I started getting fed news stories, articles, all kinds of stuff. On right. It. So your stuff is read, it's categorized, and it's monetized, which is most important. And by the way, doesn't it piss you off when you go to some websites and you click "Do not sell my data," and it right. takes you to a page where there's nowhere for you to do anything? It says you oh, may, yeah. you should email yeah. Joe Blow at you know, exactly, and you can't get out of the loop. I've just started not not going to those websites anymore. I mean, yeah, if they can't, can't stick with the law.
1: Well, the, you know, a lot of them have the, oh, hit here to unsubscribe. Then you hit the unsubscribe button and it takes you to a website where there's, and then you enter your email and you try you to unsubscribe, nothing happens. Nothing. It doesn't even work. They don't even well, go no, through. You,
0: you get put in another database.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's awful. I, and have you noticed, but for some reason, you know, we got a couple, Oh, maybe a month ago, there was a story about how the government was cracking down on spam calls and for about an hour and a half, I got less spam calls this past week, I must've gotten 200 spam calls on my cell phone, on my, uh, house phone, uh, we have a couple of different house phone numbers. Are you getting more lately?
0: What's interesting is I'm getting more, and, and I'll have to check because, to wh- you know, you can make adaptions of your Gmail address. Right. So it'll be interesting to see which one they're going to. Um, oh, here's one. Let me see who it went to. I've been getting a truckload. No, this went to my regular email address. A truckload that have been escaping um, Gmail's filters, and Gmail has great filters. Right. And I've been getting a truckload of those and I've been getting now again, the phone calls about two a week about my auto warranty. Well, yeah, that's all the time.
1: Yeah. And now it's the time of the show where we search the planet, the universe. And in fact, where do we search today? We search Best Buy, who's had some great buys recently and it's their um, Memorial Day weekend, uh, Memorial Day, not Memorial. Labor Day. Sorry, Labor Day. No, it's Labor Labor Day. Day, I can't
0: can't keep my holidays straight. Labor Day weekend, and it's 2021. Are we in
1: 2021 already? Even though wow, I thought we were still 2018. It's been
0: ridiculous. So
1: um, this is actually, if you're looking for a TV set, now I've never we've talked about Hisense before, um, and they've always gotten really good reviews. I've never owned one, uh, so I can't speak from personal experience. But Best Buy has a big sale going on this weekend. You can get a Hisense 70-inch huge TV. It's an LED 4K UHD smart Android TV uh, it has all the, you know, everything that you kind of want on a television set. It's not, uh, it's not an OLED, which is the ones that are the top of the line and significantly more expensive. But again, it's a 2160p 4k. Uh, it comes with Dolby vision, HDR 10. Uh, it comes with this, again, the standard led direct lit. Uh, you can get all the streaming services like YouTube and prime and, um, HBO and such. It comes with, you know, all the smart stuff in there. It's got, uh, Google Assistant is built into it and it's a really incredible TV. It was selling at Best Buy last week for $849.99 and over the uh, w- the weekend it is now for sale for 549.99. So a huge uh, savings on that thing. It's uh, 300 bucks off of the price and you get yourself a really good TV which by the way has reviews. There's 112 reviews on the Best Buy website and it got a 4.6 out of 5 stars. So that is available today at Best Buy at... uh,
0: Well, I got to tell you, Mark, I I just wanted to add to this because this is a great deal. And usually Labor Day really isn't the best time for TVs. But what we've forgotten is Amazon has announced that they are going to be manufacturing TVs under their own brand, which means Alexa is going to be in it. So this TV has Google in it. So Google probably very smartly reduced mm-hmm. prices to blow a whole lot out to own the market. So it's, if, if Amazon does come out with their own TV, there's going to be a big battle and TVs are going to yeah, get Yeah. And
1: I, I'll tell you that the, the best TVs you can buy right now are OLED, uh, which I have, I have the LG. I love it. It's spectacular TV and, but they're very expensive. They are uh, LG has announced that they're coming out also with an L uh, OLED line. That's much less expensive than their existing. So you can look out for that one. So in any case, this is the
0: I'll I'll bet you, I'll bet you it's running on Amazon. Yeah. Well, they have
1: their own OS (laughs) Uh, LG has their own OS system in that.
0: No, I understand, but I forget who they said Amazon was. Oh yeah. I don't know, but it's going to be, branded Amazon but it's going to be TVs exactly. from one of these manufacturers. So it'll be interesting to All right, so it's watch. a Hisense 70-inch
1: A6G series available uh today at Best Buy, marked down from 849.99 to 549.99, 300 bucks off. So uh, and that is our buy of the week. Okay. Ta-da. Ta-da. All right, so you want to talk okay, about virtual so assistants.
0: Okay. When- yeah i thought this was really funny because again while writing my book you know i'm trying to give people the information and let them know blah 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 and samsung has bixby which gets built into the phones and meh yeah i didn't want to be cruel to anybody and say Mm -hmm. it blows (laughs) i mean not that samsung answers my phone calls or anything but um yeah i just 5% of the people perceive Samsung's Bixby to be the most intelligent. Yeah, it's interesting. Now, for some people, Cortana from Microsoft is 8%. And Cortana only, to my knowledge, appears in the Windows operating system. Have you ever seen it anywhere else? No, I
1: think it's only in the Windows operating system. And and I've used it here and there, but very, very little.
0: I don't like talking to my computer. I mean, I'll talk to my phone every once in a while. I'm not going to talk to a TV remote nah. either, by the way. So anybody, tech people out there, I, I don't talk to the TV. Siri comes in at 30% of the people, which is interesting. Google Assistant at 33%. And Alexa at 44%, yeah. which I found interesting. And I believe that's probably because more people use Alexa because that's a smart speaker. That's all it does. If you buy an Alexa, you're going to use yeah. it, right? I mean, a lot of people don't talk to the assistants on their phones. You know, I would tell you, it's... I mean, a lo- I know a lot of people who rarely talk to Siri.
1: Well, it's very interesting because my wife is a absolute anti-tech uh, tech person. And I got her, somebody, the car, car we bought, sent us a uh, Google, whatever they call their device. It's a Google assistant. It's, you know, it's the same thing as Alexa.
0: Does it have a screen on it? No, no screen,
1: just a speaker. And I can't remember what the name of it is. Okay. But I have, and she now loves it. She talks to Google all day long. And um, I find that the Google responses are much more involved, much more information. Detailed. Than Alexa. Yes. So, I don't know. Yeah. That's very interesting. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we've, we've learn to depend upon these things i use it all the time for sports scores for you know whatever else she asks questions tv questions all the times you know how old is somebody that kind of stuff there's a lot of cool stuff out there
0: and i i think that how old is i would bet if someone looked into the data that is one of the most requested things yeah especially yeah, I mean, if, think about it. how well if you're watching
1: is? you know it happens a lot when you're watching an old movie or a tv series or something you right. go, wow are they still with us you know and how old is blah blah? i just did that literally did that this morning with hal oh. linden who was the star of a tv show called barney miller and it happened to be on a channel i was flipping channels and it happened to be on and Isn't no he's dead? 90 years old and he's and he's still well. with us you know so uh Mm-hmm. uh remind me to talk about lowcast when we go to to tv because they've been shut down okay uh, okay so moving okay. along um so you've heard about exploding phones you know we
0: yeah i want to know why phones yeah, explode you know, this it, is- well, apparently
1: there are a lot of reasons that phones can f- catch fire or explode generally it has to do with the device battering uh, most modern devices are powered by a lithium-ion battery Uh, which contains a balance of positive and negative electrodes to allow for charging. When something goes wrong, the inner components of the battery can break down and create a volatile reaction that leads to fire. So there are multiple reasons that that can happen is your phone overheating. For example, sometimes you pick up your phone and it's hot. Now I don't notice that as a problem with my iPhone. Have you noticed that with your Android phone?
0: Um, Well, you don't say Android, you can't, it's there, you know, Eight brands of Android phones. I do notice that when I use fast charge, super fast charge, and dare I say warp charge from OnePlus, because again my house looks like a T-Mobile store because I'm testing right. all these phones. Uh, the faster the charge, the phone does get warm. But then again, you don't leave it plugged in. Basically when you're using a super fast charge you just plug it in walk away grab something come back and unplug it cuz there's no need. I mean, it takes 10, 20 well, right. minutes to get them. Yeah, you know, rocket. so,
1: I mean, they can catch fire. It can be a chemical reaction called thermal runway that uh, generates a lot of heat and eventually will catch fire or explode. Uh, physical damage to the phone. So if you dropped your phone, for example, and you disrupted the inner working of the battery, uh, or you, you left it out in the sun too long, malware overworking the CPU can cause short-circuiting within the phone. Uh, the warning signs that you get, if you hear a hissing or popping sound coming from your phone or you smell, or you smell ah. plastic or chemicals, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <right. laughs> I mean, it may be on the verge of exploding. Don't put your face next to it. If that's actually happening, you could also get what they call swollen battery, which is all of a sudden your case starts to separate and the seam starts to open up. So,
0: which is interesting because some of the early, early, early pixel right. models had swollen battery. Um, but they never right. blew up, which is interesting. It just warped. And I think there was one iPhone that had a swollen Yeah, I don't battery. remember so
1: much with an iPhone, so, that being a problem.
0: I don't remember it blowing. None yeah. of them blew up. What was
1: it? it was the Note, I right? I think it was certain Wasn't it phones, Samsung Note? Samsung Note.
0: Samsung right. Note it was Samsung yeah. 7.
1: Uh, one of the ways you can protect it is to put a case on your phone. So if you drop the phone, it absorbs some of the uh, impact to the phone. So, you know, you could put
0: well, that's interesting because when I charge on a super fast charge, I take the case well, off. Well, that's okay. Because I feel that that just holds the heat. Well, in
1: while you're charging, you might want to do that. But go. when it's not charging and you put the case on it, you, if yeah. you drop it, you could you know, f- do something to the, um, to the actual internal components of the battery. Also, oh, you want to yeah. watch temperature. Avoid extreme temperatures, whether it's too cold or it's too hot. You know, if you keep a phone out in the sunlight, some of the phones will actually shut down. You know, Apple will come up with a.
0: Yeah, well, it's interesting that a lot of people who've converted phones into using them as dash cams, they leave them in their car 24-7. And I don't know about where you live, but where I live, it gets way hot in the car. And your phone will get destroyed for sure. May not blow up. But no, it's it really get interesting. Get I mean,
1: uh, the experts are now saying keep your phone charged between thirty and eighty uh, percent. No reason to keep it charged at hundred. Well, we've yeah, which always we've said, said that. Right. Yeah. Make sure you use a the right charger. Don't buy a, a charger that has not been certified by, in the case of Apple, by Apple or Android. I don't know how, how they certify those, Marcia.
0: Yeah, and and this and this they do certify it, and this is just another way. And, and I don't know why there isn't more uproar about it because, again, when I was writing, I looked into it. Um, $50 for the proper charge. Even phones that come now with a charger, it's not the supercharged right. charger. If you want to go out and you want the real supercharging, you have to pay for a charger, 35 right. to $50. Then you have to also think about the cable you have running from the phone to mm-hmm. the little block you need a new one that's a lot heavier duty so this is just a new way for phone companies to extricate more money because let's face it many of the sales are done at the carrier store right so they're selling the brand name or the Apple store Um, there are some certified ones that you can get from Amazon like Belkin I know they make great products there are a lot of great products but you have to be sure they're definitely certified because that's where your problems will be. Yeah, come and
1: up. you know, it's it's really something, one thing that I think most people do, we tend to pull out the cord from our charger by the cord rather than by the inserting piece, by the USB or whatever, you know, uh, C cable. Don't pull it by the cord because that tends to fray the cord and that can cause damage. It can lead to charging issues. It can even have a, uh, a fire hazard. So those are just some of the things that you want to do to make sure you're doing everything right um and that okay so should we let's see do we want to do anything else before we talk tv movies such you have anything else quick you want to get in
0: oh we're we're getting we're getting we're getting tight here so um yeah i've been watching still uh, people have been complaining about ted lasso that it's lost its its It's, edge that's crap please it's It's love the show just love the show keep watching it and have you seen the game show The Cube? No,
1: that I've seen a few, but no, I haven't seen that one.
0: You haven't seen the well. It's the spectacular. Cube. Where's that at? It's uh the C U B E. U no, B I've never heard of it. The Cube, two words, and they have it on. Let me see which network, um, real quick, on okay. TBS, and it stars Dwayne Wade, basketball player. Yeah. The Cube is a fifteen square foot steel edged plexiglass Yikes. cube that has okay. lights in it where simple tasks what seems to be simple <laughs> are incredible it's absolutely fascinating um, I love it we are recording it and watching it originally started in England and it's an excellent excellent show just put it on record the cube these are challenges and it's not see I can't watch stupid right. game shows. You know, I I just can't. Just I don't want to see people being embarrassed.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one.
0: But you but this is a good game. It's a legitimate game. It's not limited to people of certain ages. Uh, highly that's recommend. That's interesting. Uh, the highly uh, the game
1: show that I actually love is the one called The Chase where it's got all the geniuses from jeopardy against regular ordinary people. And it's a fascinating show, very fast moving. And a that what, is what on. is, that I'm going to say one of the ABC, CBS or NBC. I can't remember which one might be NBC. And uh, it's terrific. It's very enjoyable. The questions are fast and furious. And they tried to beat the champion. You know, there's five of them from uh, four or five of them from you yeah. know jeopardy world uh, known people like Ken Jennings and such. So that's kind of fun. Um also out of uh, w-
0: Well again one thing I just last thing I want to say um the grand prize in the show is $250,000. I've been watching it since the beginning and nobody has gotten past nobody has beaten the cube. The cube challenges are incredibly mentally huh, interesting. I'll take a look at it. Um and I, there are little videos like 1 minute videos uh, it's a lot harder I than that look. It's um, insane. Also and,
1: out of Warner Brothers, if you're a uh, Justice League fan, you know, Justice League was the movie that had all the superheroes in it. I think it was Batman and Superman and uh, Wonder Woman and such and um that has just come out the remake of that movie from Zack Snyder's Justice League that's out on DVD now from Warner Brothers uh and that'll be available I think, t- next uh, Tuesday so if you're a fan of that ultra HD stuff you can pick that up on Warner uh and now have you happened to watch on Netflix clickbait have you seen that one Okay. No, well, it started off a little slow for me. It's about eight episodes, if I remember right, and it's with Adrian Grenier, who used to be on uh, oh the show with all the guys. Its a name I never remember. That they all lived in the same house together, and uh, entourage. entourage. Thank you. Yeah, it was an Entourage, and I have to tell you, I have never seen so many twists and turns in this series. You go, oh yeah, that's who did it. No, wait, what? No, is that who did, no, I don't know, wait, it was really fascinating. I have to say, and, um, that is available on, um, Netflix right now. And it's again, it's called Clickbait, very entertaining. And I just started watching on Hulu, a brand new series called only murders in the building. And it's a story, uh, created and written and produced by Steve Martin, starring Steve Martin, Selena Gomez and Martin short. And very, very entertaining show about a murder that takes place in the building that they all live in. And it's kind of a mix between a little bit of comedy and kind of a, a, you know, a murder type story. So that's very entertaining. And I recommend that one. So far, I've seen three or so episodes. Um, and then the other thing, Marshall, I wanted to mention is we've talked about, uh, Locast before, which was the service that you could get free ABC, CBS, NBC. They lost a huge court case a couple of days ago and they have shut down. So if you were a low cast, it was free unless you wanted to pay, I think it was five bucks a month and then you didn't have to have the ads that come in every 15 minutes or so. But, uh, I know we talked about it. You, I think you tried low cast, didn't you? Oh, okay. No
0: but I remember we talked about it. Yeah, absolutely. it was
1: fine. It, it was certainly okay, and, uh, but you can't watch it. They're shut down. And then Morning Show is coming back on Apple TV. That'll be back September 17th, which I thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, and I think you watched it.
0: And don't forget, folks, don't forget one thing. If you're with T-Mobile, go to t com slash offers slash apple-tv-plus-deal. And you get a free one year of Apple TV Plus with your T-Mobile Very cool. And lastly,
1: if you, if you haven't free. seen You, Y-O-U, on Netflix, it is one crazy show. And it'll be back for, its. I think it's its third season.
0: Like, do you sit around and just watch That's all watch I do all TV? day long.
1: I don't work anymore. I just sit and watch nonstop that's... television. Uh, so anyway, that's coming back this that. fall. And it's called <laughs> You, and it's about a st- kind of stalker guy who one of the few shows where you actually like the guy who turns out to be the stalker but he's he's a murderer so (laughs) that's coming back on Netflix lots of good stuff coming up and you know what that's it
0: well one thing I have to tell everybody really important the Nat Geo 9-11 documentary it's six episodes I highly recommend it it's video that you have never seen before its interviews you've never heard before it's absolutely the best exposure of the 9-11 story, and kids today haven't seen it. So you need to need to rewatch mm-hmm. it with someone else. And young. that's it
1: for us. Hey, uh, we will see you next weekend. Uh, stay safe. Have a good uh, holiday on Monday. And please don't drink and drive. We want you back with us next week. Have a good one.
0: But what we'd love is for you to stop by and listen to our show. Maybe have a mimosa, because you're not driving. <laughs> And listen for tech news and tech fun and hear Mark and I blather on. We love having you with us. Please join us again next week. Tell your friends, subscribe, like. We're on Facebook. Like the show. You can hear it there. Until next week, this is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, and we say goodbye. Bye-bye. Happy Labor Day.